Please remember, while Fuller House is a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Therefore, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fullest House, where we have a surprise in the kitchen. It's a cow. The surprise is a cow. Anyways, I'm Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. And I'm Mark Green. So, we have a cow in the kitchen. We do have a cow in the kitchen in this yes. episode. I That might be the highlight. Possibly. Might be. I think it is. <laughs> I mean, we've wanted a horse in the kitchen the whole time. But the cow is pretty good. I forget if I said it in the episode, but in the episode where there are a bunch of roses in the living room... I, when we were watching that the first time, when Max ran in and said, guys, guys, you won't believe what's in the living room. I said to you guys, oh, I hope it's a horse. And then we all started chanting horse, 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 horse. And it wasn't a horse and we were very It wasn't a horse. But then a few episodes later, there is a cow in the kitchen. So we accomplished something. Exactly. Also, I want to point out there is an episode of Full House... The prequel series, Full House. Yes. Where there is, in fact, a horse in the living room. <laughs> I don't know what it is with this universe and barnyard animals just being in the house. Also, I don't know if I'm psychic or something. It's crazy sitcom shenanigans. I wouldn't put it past you. Yeah. You seem like a psychic type. Well, well th- <laughs> think of a number. Think of a number. Okay. Okay. This is going to be hard because both of you are thinking of numbers. 12 and 75. Close, it was 69. 42. Nice. <laughs> Did you say nice to 42 or were you nicing yourself, Zach? Be honest with me. I was nicing myself. <laughs> I was going to nice you, but then Harrison said his number. I know. I was waiting for someone to say nice and then Harrison just like came in and was like, I got 42. This is more important than that than your stupid sex number. I mean, to be fair, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so i think we've determined without a shadow of a doubt uh mark is psychic sometimes yes that's what it must be definitely sometimes like it's just like you know if you tell him to prove it he gets very nervous and his psychic powers don't work as well i do also want to talk about the beginning of this episode but while we're on the topic of psychics there is a raven simone shout out in this episode yes that yes and guys it is so raven it's very it's raven. So raven yeah but uh do we want to talk about the beginning of this episode mark you you were saying you wanted to get yeah, to no, it early. i i could i could keep talking about that so raven for example <laughs> i find it very weird that most of the show is like she's a normal high schooler and it's about her misadventures as a high schooler but then also she is psychic and that's not like telegraphed in the title or anything it's just she's psychic she has visions that's right. Yeah, it was really weird to me because I didn't watch that show growing up. So I found out at like a much later date when I was in like high school or college that she's actually a psychic because I didn't watch it. And I'm like, oh, okay. I liked that so Raven. Because I, I never, I've never seen an episode, but I do know Corey in the house, uh, the, you know, the greatest anime the of anime. all time. So uh, the beginning of this episode, what was the beginning of this episode? Oh, right. Stephanie's walk of shame. Yes. Stephanie yeah. arrives. The Uber of home. shame. Yeah, that's right. The Uber and she's not ashamed of it, she points out. You're good on her. So maybe we shouldn't judge. That's true. That's true. Though DJ does say, was this a walk of shame? 
And Steph is like, it wasn't. I've just been spending the night with random guys. And I'm only <laughs> arriving now. Yeah, I guess apparently she's not a jinx to everyone. Yeah. Because they really started going for her because of Hunter, because she rejected Hunter Pence. Yeah, because she television. broke up with Hunter Pence on television. Maybe they're fans. <laughs> Maybe they're non-San Franciscoans, and they're they're dating her because they want to jinx the San Francisco sport teams. Mm. That's that is possible. I do just. <laughs> she's still a jinx for the San Francisco sports teams, no matter who she's dating. <laughs> everywhere you look i i don't i don't know about you guys but it is a major turn on for me for a woman to be break broken up with on live television yeah not to be no she broke up with him that's true sorry especially if it's a very sad crying breakup where she then gets escorted out of a ballpark taken away by by security anyway we what we do find out is that after being very sad stephanie is san francisco's most eligible bachelorette Yes. Although, might I point out, oddly enough, this has nothing to do with the rest of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That is, that That's is right. a it has valid nothing point. to do with anything. I so thought that they were going to be setting up something about Stephanie's dating life, or we're going to see her on some crappy date, or she, like it's going to go to her head that she has all these dates and then something happens. Nope. But no, in, in, instead, uh, Kimmy comes in, DJ tells her, hey, that retirement party you're planning for my boss... Uh, he wants it to be Indian-themed, so you're going to have to make it Indian-themed. And Kimmy's like, I can't do that. I need help. Steph? Stephanie, you're sad alone and have no life. Can you do my menial tasks? And she can. She can do those things. She can. Setting up an will. actual job interview in the kitchen. This is all pre-cow, by the way. Yes. <laughs> This show can be divided into... Yeah, there's two separate two eras of Fuller House. There's, there's... I was going to make a, a more specific... I was going to make a joke with it and then realized there's BC. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not AD. After Dairy. It's AD. It is AD. After Dairy. AD. After Dairy. <laughs> we're, we're in the of approximately one BC <laughs> in the show. In terms of the show... And I will say, I do really like, during the interview, Kimmy says, well, I'm going to have to check with your references. She makes a phone call to DJ, who is in the room, and says, like, hello, this is a phone call regarding Stephanie Tanner. And DJ says, she's broke, just hire her. Yes. <laughs> in the long-running thread of Steph is a mess. Yep. Yes. <laughs> which I wrote down in my notes. I think it's important to know. Uh, but also, meanwhile, uh, DJ is going out uh, for work. And meanwhile, Ramona and our boy Jay Money, Jay Money, Jay, Jay Money, are uh, trying to hack into DJ into DJ's computer. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> this hacker is very over the top. He's a real egotist. He's a, <laughs> a Mr. Robot style. Well, no, you see, the computer told him that. Uh, their Nigerian prince uncle was reaching out to them for and uh, to give them their life fortune. Well, of course. I think we did skip a step. They hack into DJ's computer so they can watch R-rated movies. But they get hacked themselves and there's a computer virus on DJ's computer. And then they meet the Nigerian prince. Yes. Yes. Who whisks them away to a fabulous life of wealth and luxury. I assume. That Nigerian prince just so happens to be Max, who is also in the room. I was just about to say that. Damn it. <laughs> Harrison, I'm the transition guy here. You should know this. 
for a second I thought you were going to do one of those jokes. This and that Nigerian prince, Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they they immediately go. The computer was hacked. We need money to fix this, and they don't have any money because they're children. But do you know who does have money and is a child? <laughs> Max, Max, the Nigerian prince. An even younger child. I, I understand Max is like, he's set up as a neat freak. He's a very he's a very good boy, I understand. It's very much in his character to like save his allowance to do certain things. But I do really like that for some reason Max is just loaded. Yeah. It, well, don't forget that we also is like waiting in a spinning chair back towards Ramona and Jay Money the entire time waiting for his cue. This is... Max would not be a bad supervillain. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's very Bond villain-esque. Yes. He moves the chair away from its usual place to the steps. Like, it's right next to the bottom of the stairwell. He really wanted to make it dramatic. You know, I just, like, see Max with, like, Cosmo on his lap or something, just petting him like, nice yeah. and gently as he's uh, telling them about his money i do want to say we left it out i want to say before we forget uh dj almost catches j money and ramona with her computer and they quickly hide it and try to act casual and i think dj says like why are you acting weird and jackson says j money just keeping it real (laughs) (laughs) it was wonderful Uh, i also forgot there's also one thing we forgot to mention earlier about the first scene because uh, before Kimmy comes in, Steph and DJ are talking about how sad Steph's life is right now. How she just goes out at night and in the day she just stays at home and watches The View. Yes. Or The View, The Talk, or The Real. She, that's, her, that's, her, uh, that's her main dilemma during the day is what's she going to watch, The View, The Talk, or The Real? That's right. To which uh, DJ responds, uh, The View. It has to be The View. Yeah. Because uh, she was on The View. Not DJ Tanner Fuller. Candace Cameron Bure. Yeah, which really begs the question of, like, when Steph is watching The View, does she ever watch it and think, like, wow, this Candace Cameron Bure girl looks a lot like my sister? Maybe it's like that 90s movie, The Last Action Hero, where all of the Arnold Schwarzenegger movies uh, have Sylvester Stallone in the Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. universe. Instead of Candace Cameron Bure, it is Sylvester Stallone on the <laughs> Yes! No, yes. I want to see this. this. Is this our yes. spin-off for the episode, The View, except Sylvester Stallone is there? Yes, and he does fight crime. Yeah, I, I was about to say yes. But they also fight crime. <laughs> Tyler brings up the very good question of how does Jay Money and Ramona know immediately that it's going to cost them $100 to fix the laptop? Oh, easy. Well, the Nigerian prince asked them for $100, and Max is the Nigerian prince. Sure. I was going to say they're computer hackers. <laughs> hacker man okay that's possible i'm in they've been in the business they know what it's like they've been in the business for 23 years and they're only in ninth grade that's what we think my name is blaze with an x <laughs> <laughs> where's the x the z yeah oh yeah i kind of wanted to keep you in suspense but it's definitely replacing the Z. Oh, I, I, no, I, I was fully prepared to go on with this bit of like, where's the X? And you don't respond. I'm like, where's the fucking X? I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they need $100 because right now DJ's uh, 
laptop just has a picture of a skull and crossbones and some real hacky shit and it says you got yeah. pwned on it which like i don't think anyone has used like real hackers do yeah like, i don't think anyone has used the word pwned since like 2013 i i know when when i'm hacking i always put up a very ominous picture <laughs> Of a cartoon skull and crossbones and say, you just got hacked, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> you just got hacked, bitch. It's for the thrill of it. I'm not stealing your information. I just want you to know I'm smarter than you. It's yes. for the fun of the kill. <laughs> so, uh, because uh, Max has $100 and Jay Money and Ramona need that $100, he is making them pay him back and with interest payments. Uh, interest meaning showing interest in him by being his slave. Yes. I do want to say once more, when they go to uh, J Money and Max's room to get the money and Max makes them close their eyes and turn away from the closet because the closet definitely isn't his hiding place. <laughs> Which I know they kind of show us, but where is his hiding place? Where do you think it is? Because it's not the closet because he says hmm. it's not the closet. Maybe maybe under his bed? I think he has a safe in the wall. Oh, yeah. I was going to say it's like the Pulp Fiction strategy where he just shoves it up his yes. ass. Uh, he shoves $100 up his <laughs> ass. I do want to say that when he brings out this big plastic bag full of money, Jackson says, wow, and they call me J-Money. And Ramona says, nobody calls you J-Money. And one, that's a perfect exchange. Do not change a thing. But at the yeah. same time, we also immediately responded with, we call you Jay that Money. That is true. We call you Jay yeah. Money. I've been saying Jackson in these lines where he calls himself Jay Money just to accentuate the humor. Highlight the But yeah. I do want to point out that in the first episode that he calls himself Jay Money, we went, is this the only time it took them so long? Maybe we hyped it up and we're imagining that it's all over the place. And, and then, then every episode, every since. episode since he calls himself J Money. This episode twice, and it's it's, yeah. it's, it's all the time. It is a hundred percent his nickname. I I wonder what motivated the decision. Like, did they call him J Money, and then that was so funny that they decided to drop the bad boy thing, just dive into the sadness that is J Money, <laughs> or did they make a conscious decision to choose a stupid nickname? J Money, Money, J Money. Well, we do know that Lola, who is the progenitor, I mean, she doesn't call him J-Money, but she causes him to call himself J-Money because he's trying to act all suave. Yes. Um, we do know that Lola is the one who breaks him. That's true. It's in yeah. his interactions with Lola that he goes from being a bad boy to a very sad boy. To a sad boy? <laughs> That's right, yes. That is very J -money. fair. J-Money. Uh, they... They have to be interested in Max. And this involves, in this scene, rubbing his feet. Yeah. It's getting kind of quiet in the room, so they start sending out Max's favorite jams. This little piggy went to the market. It's this very <laughs> unsettling mixture of mafia boss and seven-year-old which is what he is yeah, yeah. Where he says hmm really it's getting a little quiet in here and it's like if he was an adult it's be it'd be like sing for me or ha or do some sex thing but instead it's why don't you give me a round of this little piggy now i just want to see like the godfather but like 
De Niro and Al Pacino are just replaced by seven-year-olds. It's... I know we said the Sylvester Stallone thing would be the spinoff, but can I also suggest Godfather Babies? (laughs) Godfather Babies? It's like Muppet Babies, but with the Godfather. Yes, exactly. Um, So, uh, now they're his slaves, and in the meantime, uh, DJ goes to work, where his... Her, her boss is uh, going through his midlife crisis, I presume, because uh, he's giving up all his worldly possessions. And moving to, to India and giving and the clinic to his son. She Matt. very casually drops the, he, she says, instead of retiring to Florida, he's moving to India. Which is like fine, but yeah. it seems like a very like split second decision. And he has such great respect for Indian culture. He really shows off that he knows so much about the people. He does of India. a very stereotypical Indian accent a bunch of times in this episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was also saying this to Mark and Harrison before he started speaking. I don't know why it was like this in my head, but in my mind, because he appeared in the series once before, but I don't know why in my mind I just imagined him having like a really thick New York accent. It's me, Dr. Harmon. I'm moving to India. Moving to India's. <laughs> I I do also want to point out, Matt, before he lived in San Francisco, like, lived in Florida. So, like, maybe they even have family there or, like, roots there. Like, it, it's 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 a decision. It's it's fine. I'm not, I have no problem with people moving to India. But it just, it, it seems like a snap decision from a guy, from a very white man who has this idealized <laughs> image. Very stereotypical of what India is. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he announces he's leaving, and he's giving the clinic to his son, Matt. Even though DJ thought he was going to give it to her, because she's worked for him for seven years. Seven years, Jesus. Yeah, that's a dick move. I mean, it's also his son, though. But Yeah, no, I don't fault him for being like, I'm giving the family business to my son, who is a veterinarian who ran his own clinic and is thus qualified. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of a dick move that the only other vet working for you who has also worked there seven years, like isn't even in the conversation. That's right. Yeah. Like she even says that like he had previously been grooming her for yeah. the position of like taking over. I, I the do. Clinic. I will say I do love my favorite part of this exchange is Dr. Harmon says to DJ, yeah, you know, I always wanted to pass the family business to my son. But I couldn't do that until he moved to San Francisco to be closer to you. So, DJ, this is all your fault. It's because of you. (laughs) It's all your fault, DJ. How could this happen to me? Made my mistake. That's another section of what we call musical bits. (laughs) (laughs) Musical bits. Stay tuned for more. (laughs) You can put in the musical sting again, Tyler. I think this might be the second or third time I've sang that song. I really gotta stop I don't know that that. song. I I, I haven't noticed that song, but that is our second time making a joke reference to our very real segment, Musical Bits. (laughs) Musical (laughs) Bits. Yeah. So uh, DJ goes home. Before she does that, there's a very cute dog giving a double high five. Just felt that should be mentioned. Also, I will say, everybody has um golden retrievers in this show there are a lot of golden retrievers that show up yeah it's nobody weird, has right? any other kind There's of dog so many yeah yeah i do also want to point out something that tyler just texted harrison you said dr Harmon was grooming dj to take over the clinic 
grooming <laughs> at a vet clinic. <laughs> Ayo. Ayo. Uh, I was just gonna, I was ready to move on to the next scene. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, me too. But um, yeah. So it comes back to Stephanie setting up, getting a bunch of uh, fun stuff for the party, and uh, she's like, "Yeah, I, 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 it was really good. I did a lot. I got it done really quickly." And then I asked myself, "What would Kimmy Gibbler do?" Because that's what Kimmy told her to do. And here is our amazing dramatic reveal. I do also want to say, Stephanie says to Kimmy, "And I got." The perfect thing for an Indian-themed party. <laughs> and I was like, yes. what is it? Is it like, did she get an elephant? I forgot what it was. So I was like, did she get an elephant? Like a crew of Bollywood dancers? <laughs> Just like some really good curry nope. or something? I don't know. <laughs> nope. Right. Like you would expect something that you could actually interact yeah. with at a nope, party. Nope, sacred cow in the kitchen. But, nope. Sacred cow in the kitchen. <laughs> it's it's not just, you're right, it's not just a cow, it's a sacred it's a, cow. Which I'd, I'd also like to say, isn't there something a little weird about, like, we're having an Indian-themed party for white people, so we got something of religious importance to Hinduism. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know everybody's favorite part of a bar mitzvah party, the Torah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this group of that's what this group of twelve year olds dancing to club music needs, religious items. The Torah. (laughs) Yeah, um, yeah. You know what these uh, you know what these kids need? Jesus. That's anti-Semitic, Zach. (laughs) Yes, at every church gathering. So, yes, they have a sacred cow. Where do you buy a sacred cow? From the sacred cow store. (laughs) Yes. I suppose that is where you get a sacred cow. You know, I never like going to the sacred cow store. I feel like they're always ripping me off. (laughs) How can you really know they're sacred, right? I mean, But to be fair, Toby's a great guy. He has like four kids. I'm happy to support him. Oh, you know Toby too? Yeah, Toby. He runs the, the sacred cow store. Yeah, I know Toby. I love Toby. Yeah, where do you know Toby from? Oh, yeah, the Sacred Toby. Cow Store, duh. Yeah, the Sacred Cow Store. Yeah, he runs, <laughs> it's his store. We also play lacrosse on the weekends. Oh, Toby's a great he guy. He keeps inviting me to lacrosse nights, but I can't make it. You should come. You should come. We have like... Oh, I totally want to come. We have like our own rules. It's a whole thing. We'll show you. We'll show you. Oh, uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Well, now that we've established <laughs> that Zach and I will see each other on lacrosse night... <laughs> I hope you guys wear masks. Yeah, socially distant and, uh, lacrosse. You know, make sure that you're not checking each oh, other. Of course, or whatever of they course. do in lacrosse. Well, that's that's part of the rules. We, I'll, <laughs> yes. I'll get into it when we're there. You can come too. Socially distant. I'm sure Toby won't mind. Thank you. Yeah, Toby's a good Toby's guy. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, I've never been to his lacrosse nights. Um, yeah, I should do that. Uh, but yeah, Steph shows Kim- Kimmy her big surprise, which is a sacred cow. In the kitchen. It's very, we- it's very weird on a number of levels. Yes. Most apparent, yes, it's in the kitchen. <sighs> I don't know why she didn't just, like, leave it in the backyard, given that that's where I would put a cow. <laughs> well, in fairness to her, the, the cow's leash has a bit of fence on oh, it. Oh, right. Yeah. And she even says, oh, well, I didn't invite him in. So the cow is just really strong. The cow just broke into the yeah. house. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. The cow, the cow is a master criminal. He he broke the lock and snuck into the house. Um, 
But I do like that Kimmy immediately says, what did you do? This isn't what I would have done. And Steph was like, no, you're Kimmy Gibbler. You're weird. And this is your cow now. And Kimmy's like, this is not my cow. She says that a bunch of times. And then, uh, and then Jay Money, Ramona and Max come in and they're like, oh, cool. Kimmy got a cow. <laughs> yes. They're very excited about the cow. This is so much better than our stupid dog, Cosmo. We have a cow now. <laughs> yeah. They can do tow tipping. They can get milk. You can get milk. That's right. You can't get milk out of a dog. That's true. I mean, I mean, technically, I guess dogs. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I guess, I guess, dog milk technically is a thing. But well, like puppy, not like that. Anybody would drink. Like puppies would drink it. You can milk anything if you're brave but, enough. <laughs> by the way, I don't want to <laughs> think about dog milk at all. <laughs> so DJ comes home, and she's, and they have the brilliant decision. Of just getting in a line in front of the cow. They scramble for for a few seconds to try to figure out where they'll put the cow, the cow where DJ won't see it. And then they go, this was a terrible <laughs> idea. And they all stand in a straight line, like bunched together in front of the cow so DJ can't see the cow. Mm-hmm. A perfect plan. And it's like a whole, a whole bunch of shenanigans ensue from there, honestly. So DJ's like, yeah. oh, guys, I'm not doing very good. You know, Dr. Harmon came in today and said he was uh, leaving the company to Matt. Oh. And then the cow moves. And then everyone goes, boo. To hide the moo. Get it? <laughs> that makes so much sense. My favorite shenanigan is when DJ is looking through the fridge and she says, oh, we're out of milk. And Max says, no, we aren't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love where he's at right now. Like, his first plan is to get milk from the cow. Like, that is like, yeah, we can't, We have milk now. We have an infinite Why supply of milk. Why didn't we always live on... Guys, we should open a farm. That's their third spinoff? Yes. Is the match starts the farm. We are knocking them out of the park today with these spinoffs. Yes. Yeah. Netflix, if you're if you're listening to this, hit us up. Please. We've got a, we've got a whole us. lot of pitches for you. Yes, we're steadily collecting There's pitches. There's so many... I do want to say it's very fun. They like shuffle around and move. So they're always in DJ's line of sight. And DJ like moves close to them and sits at the table like a foot away from the cow. They're the only things in between. And she still doesn't notice the cow. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, something smells awful in here. And I was genuinely waiting for one of them to say, oh, sorry, which I don't think happened. It, it gets to point where like she's sitting down to eat something. Eventually, she drops her fork or spoon or something, spoon. and everyone's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll get it." And DJ <laughs> and DJ's like, "No, I'll get it." And she goes to grab the spoon, and she comes face to face with the cow, who's just kind of chilling. Face to face with Mister Cow. That's the cow. That's our other spinoff. It's the Cow's Talk Show. Face to face with Mister Cow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Four spinoffs. That's got to be like some kind of new record for the we show. We are on fire today, I must say. Yes. Yeah. We are on it. So that, so cows can't go downstairs. No. And the, the porch has stairs. It's it's best if you don't think about it. Yeah, they're going to have to kill that cow. They got another sacred yeah, they, cow. They killed the first cow and they got another sacred cow. They killed the first cow off screen. And then they got another <laughs> sacred cow. It was cow. very sad. Max is never going to be Toby was doing a Toby was doing a buy one, get one free it's deal. True. Yeah, I... Which, <laughs> when those happen... Gotta love gotta Toby. Gotta love Toby. 
And when those happen, you got to take advantage of it. Like, exactly. it's not all the time. It's just specials. And like, That's right. It's, you got to be on the email newsletter. But, like, it's a very funny mm, yeah. newsletter. Toby's a great guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, we should get Toby on our we podcast. We should ask Toby on our podcast. The, no promises. Can not... tell us about how he got into the sacred cow trading business? Hey, guys, it's me, Toby. <laughs> Toby! <laughs> hey, Zach. Hey, Toby. Hey, Harrison. Toby, What's this up? is our friend Harrison. He's he's very excited to hey, meet you. Hey, Harrison. And Toby, I'm coming to the lacrosse game uh, next Saturday night. Oh, yeah. That's 100% okay. Hey, is that okay? It's, it's oh, going to be the most man. fun time ever. <laughs> I'm Toby. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, thanks for stopping by, Toby. <laughs> Alright, gotta go back to the cow store. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Toby. Oh, wow, there goes Toby. Did I miss him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just left. Damn it. Oh, you yeah. just missed him. Ah, oh, dang. Well, we'll get him back on the podcast again. <laughs> Yes. Everybody <laughs> should know that Toby suspiciously looks a lot like me in a pair of glasses. <laughs> you know, Mark, yeah, I with, I've, a, with a mustache. I've been meaning to ask you about that. Yeah, like he looks a lot like you with glasses on. And I don't think I've ever seen you and Toby in the same room at the same no, time. No, we've definitely been in the same room together. Right? Really? Yeah, look. Then, br- then bring look, Toby I'll back. Call him over. Hey, Toby, Toby, just come back. Come back one second. All right, I'll come back. <laughs> Toby, are you back yet? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a bad voice. I don't know why it's making me laugh so much. Mark, where did Toby go? I'm right here. Why don't you? I'm right here. Hey, everybody. Hey, Toby. See, we're here together. I'm putting my arm around Toby. And I'm putting my arm around Mark. We're just going to have fun together. Hey. Oh, that's so good. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I see that I was wrong. I'm sorry for ever doubting you, Mark, and also Toby. It's all right. I have to go again. <laughs> bye, everyone. Right, bye, Toby. Bye, Toby. Bye, bye Mark. Bye, bye, Toby. bye, Zach. Bye, Harrison. Bye. Well, that was Toby, everyone. That was Toby. Oh, my God. He's so nice. Yeah, he's such a great oh, guy. Man. He's such a great guy. He's the best guy. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, are you okay? <laughs> no, somebody else has to take it. <laughs> so, go. um, so DJ takes this cow, uh, the sighting of this sacred cow in total grace, in that she is way too tired to deal with it. So she just goes upstairs and uh, relaxes. And uh, in the time, in that, in the meantime, everybody else sets up the party. Which is totally racially sensitive. Yes. Very, a very racially sensitive Indian themed party full of white people. With at least one Indian yeah. present, definitely. With at least one actual Indian person there. I think there was. At oh, there least there might have been like one. I, I, tr- I actively tried to find some of There the might have been like one, they, they I sure. Yeah, there so. might have been black. I don't even Every, know. Everybody's <laughs> all dressed up. Uh, everybody's all dressed it's, up. It's, yeah, it's a real culture. A culture isn't a Halloween costume moment, I'd say. Yeah. And then, uh, Jay Money and Ramona bring out Max on a wagon and he's dressed up all, you know, like he came out and I started singing Prince Ali from Aladdin. 
<laughs> yeah. Which I'm also re- which I also realized like right afterwards I was like oh wait no that probably doesn't work with the Indian theme but no it, it doesn't no, but it also doesn't. I do want to say that during the screening after you said that Tyler started going J money fabulous he <laughs> <laughs> yes that was also that was also a wonderful moment like it you know it didn't really fit but it it it, it also kind of did <laughs> it's the kind of vibe they were going for honestly yes. I, there's no way we can be in this moment describing the party less culturally sensitive than the actual party was. <laughs> probably not. I'm not gonna yeah, exonerate us from not. ever messing up, but yeah, it's it's um they're having fun. They're yeah, having fun. and uh, you know, Doctor Harmon comes up to say thank you everybody for this party. It's so great. I'm glad to give the business to my son Matt. And I couldn't have done it without DJ, who's been working for me for so long. Come say some words, DJ. And <laughs> really yeah. puts her on the spot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and to to her credit, when she's put on the spot like this, she performs terribly. <laughs> yeah. Instantly says, I'm starting yeah. my own It's like, DJ, clinic. this is his retirement party. But enjoy the party. I'm starting my own clinic. <laughs> Anyways, enjoy the yeah, party. It's not about you. Just celebrate for a bit and then like tomorrow bring up the news god yeah and then right afterwards matt comes up to her and is like dj i wanted to talk to you about this but you wouldn't let me do it earlier i, I want us to be partners and do Harmon fuller pet care i want us to be partners in the business but also with sex yes <laughs> mixing business and pleasure yes a great idea and yes and so dj agrees and then they all do a synchronized choreographed Indian well, dance. Well, Kimmy says, is complaining to Steph. She says, this party is a total disaster. Everything's going wrong. Which, not everything's going wrong, but it's just kind of like a bit of a boring party. She does say the cow got into the curry and something bad is yeah, going to happen. that's bad. But Steph says, I know what to do. We should stop thinking like Kimmy Gibbler and start thinking like Stephanie. And she starts dancing and there's a huge Bollywood style dance number. Which is again they're all super Yeah, they're all super into it. It's all perfectly choreographed, like everyone knows how to do this spontaneous there's dance. There's even a line where Matt says, Oh, dancing isn't really my thing and then he immediately starts doing it. Yeah, immediately goes into it. Well, you know, many colleges have a bollywood dance club and there is often at least one white person in that club so it's not impossible that everyone at this party knows how to dance the chances are very slim i was gonna say you're right there there also is at least one white person at this party in fact many more many many that's where the at least comes into play but yeah, they, they were all in their college Bollywood dance teams. Yeah. Except for the kids. They're not in college yet, but they did their their, their middle school Bollywood dance well, team. Well, they were taught by their parents who were in the Bollywood dance teams. Yeah. Ramona is a dancer. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Wait, I also do want to mention, like, they do set up, like, the first scene in the episode. I forgot, we forgot to mention this earlier. Is just Ramona dancing. Yeah. And it's not set up. Like, it's just kind of a random scene. I will say the very first thing. Uh, scene or joke in the episodes are always some joke that doesn't really have anything to do with the rest of the episode yeah it's like a cold open like i've i've been making a note of them it'll be stuff like uh you know max did something and he's blaming it on tommy or something it's a cold opening except it's not before the credits 
Yeah. Yeah. Which is very weird. But like, I don't know. For this one, it just for this one, it just really stood. For this one, it just really stuck out more to me for some reason. Well, it's be, I think because they spent so much time like on Ramona dancing, and then that's not even the point of the scene. The point of the scene is yeah. Tommy's covered in toilet paper, and Max needs to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So Ramona just gives him the baby. Yes. Yeah. Well, first she gives him a piece of the toilet paper, and then he's like, "Nah, this will not satisfy me." I am not satisfied. Give me more paper, girl. Give me the bait. Give me the child. Zach, you and I have siblings, and we know that that's the purpose of them, to wipe our asses with them. Yeah. No, you're weird. <laughs> the when fuck? they're covered in toilet paper and they use all the toilet paper, it's very necessary. Okay, um, yeah, I guess if there's like that one circumstance. Yeah. But... Yeah, after the dance number, Dr. Harmon thanks Kimmy and Stephanie for the great job they did. There's a line where he thanks them for the valet parking. They say, we didn't have valet parking. And he said, oh, well, I paid someone to steal my car then. He does... (laughs) It's just glossed over. Yeah, he does the Indian accent again, which is not a great look. He does also say that he's giving up all of his material possessions, so he leaves them a very large tip for uh, Gibbler-style party planning. Yeah, and uh, Kimmy says she'll pay Stephanie in a toothbrush and a bus pass because she's a new employee. And Steph accepts because, as we've established, Steph is a mess. Yep. (laughs) She's broke. Apparently she doesn't have a toothbrush. At least she can use the bus now. Mm -hmm. Maybe she intends to sell the toothbrush. Like Maybe she has a toothbrush, but every cent Mm -hmm. counts. That's fair. Which, to be fair, is equally or more sad than not having a toothbrush yeah steph and kimmy decide to go into business together oh i wanted to mention there's a line when dj first walks into the party uh with tommy in tow uh matt says and i quote swami tommy with his hot mommy oh yes Uh yep it it was uh, very weird. Line, it was That is a very cringy line. Oh, it was it was so uh, weird. The show has a lot of lines about how DJ is just hot. Mm. Yeah, it's a it's a very sad sad line from Matt. Speaking of sad, sad boy of the week. <laughs> what a transition, yeah. Zach. Thank you. It's it's always good when you say sad yourself and then say speaking of sad. <laughs> I feel like I've used that same transition like multiple no, times. No, I know it was. It's still funny. It was to so me. funny. I'm gonna keep. It was doing so it. funny because earlier we were talking about J Money and we were talking about how he turns from a bad boy to a sad boy, and I like paused for a second because I was like, "Is Zach gonna do it? <laughs> Is Zach gonna transition?" And then later on, like I think Harrison said the word "sad" again, or we were saying "sad," and I paused again and I was like, "Is he gonna do it?" But you did it. I got to keep you on your toes. You did it in the best possible way. Exactly. I got to keep you guys on your toes, you know? But anyways, sad boys of the week. Honestly, I'm not quite sure I have too many options this week. This isn't a super sad episode. It's a sad episode, but I don't think it really falls on one any one character specifically. Yes. Uh, Do you guys yeah. have any nominations? Hmm. I have... Okay. She's shown up a lot. Stephanie. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking Stephanie as well as a nominee. For the Chow thing and being broke. 
Well, I was going to get into the recap, but if we honestly have no other nominees. Oh, wait. No, I have some nominees. Yeah, we've, we've got more. Uh, I was go- First, I'm going to nominate Ramona. Because she, the faith she has in that shitty website. Yeah. And then uh, getting her... Uh, her subpar hacking skills. I'm in. Her s- surrogate aunt's uh, computer hacked. And then becoming the slave of a seven-year-old. Jay Money, of course, is complicit yeah. in this. But he didn't hack the computer. So I'm mm-hmm. sparing him. But he also calls himself Jay Money. Which I think is also <laughs> enough for a nomination. Jay Money. <laughs> Jay Money. But that... That just means he's nominated for every yeah. episode. Yeah, no, that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's got to be a special J Money kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> any more nominees from either of you guys? Um, I think there are, like, tacit arguments you can make. <laughs> Tyler is suggesting Matt's dad. Matt's dad. I was, I was going to say Matt's dad, who's just completely oblivious and a little racist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I think we got all the other nominations here. Uh, I'd like to nominate the entire country of India. Oof! What? For the for the for the beating they took. Sorry about the yeah for the beating. But they're innocent in all this. <laughs> I know. I just feel bad for them. I I feel bad for them as well. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, I was I was going to say Max, who isn't low status, but is acting very. <laughs> Very sad. sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fair. Let me run through our nominees. Okay. There's Stephanie, who starts out with a walk of shame, which again, she's not shameful for. Mm-hmm. Is dirt broke and thus has to work with Kimmy, of all people. Buys a sacred cow, or I guess probably rents it. I'd I'd have to talk with Toby about how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And unfortunately, Toby's gone. He's not coming back, at least this Toby episode. Toby is gone. I'll write down the question for next time. Yeah. yeah. Next time we see Toby, we'll let you guys know. Then, apparently, the party is a bust. And so, Stephanie busts out some some killer dance moves and gets the party moving again. Mm-hmm. And after all her hard work, accepts in payment a toothbrush and a bus pass. <laughs> we have... Our girl Ramona, who tries to hack into a s- stolen computer, so she can, so she and Jay Money can watch our rated movies, is so bad at it that they immediately get a virus. Doesn't have the money to fix the computer and has to beg a seven year old to fix it. Then when the seven year old agrees to lend them the money she has to rub his feet she's rubbing the feet of a seven-year-old who she does live with but who is not her sibling i just feel like it's a little better with j money like they're related so there's like a dynamic there but she's just like yeah it's just this kid and she's rubbing his feet and pampering him yeah and then just remains in his debt not even until the end of the episode the end of the episode is max says to them i've realized you guys don't have to work for me anymore, but you still have to pay me back. So now Ramona's just in the debt of this seven-year-old. Until further notice. Oh, wait a second. Oh, I just remembered. Well, Max is a sad boy in this episode. He's in Now he's in debt to two people. He owes 50 bucks at least to Max and like hundreds of dollars to Matt. Oh, Hart. Jay Money, Jay Money. Oh, Jay yeah, Money. Yeah, yeah. Jay Money, yeah. Um so there's Jay Money who's in a lot of debt 
a lot of debt, <laughs> goes through most of the same things as Ramona, and also, might I point out, J-Money! 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 Uh, which is enough to earn him a spot on his own, on its own. Well, because eventually he stops calling himself J-Money, so when he calls himself J-Money... Yeah. I feel like that's a, that warrants a nomination. But then he goes back to calling himself. Did he go G-Money? back to calling himself? I forget. He does. We'll find out. We have Doctor. Do we ever find out Matt's dad's first name? Oh, uh, uh, I'll look it up. You you look through. You talk about him. I'll see if I can look. I'll see if I can find his first name. I've been calling him Doctor. Yeah, call him Doctor Harmon for now. Uh, I'll see if I can find it. Oh, okay. According to IMDb, it's Dr. Fred Harmon. We have Dr. Fred Harmon. I was going to say, I've been calling him Dr. Harmon. I was just curious. Yeah. We have Dr. Fred Harmon, who's retiring and leaving everything to his son, completely oblivious of the feelings of a woman who has worked for him with a lot of dedication for seven years, co-opts a cultural identity that is not his for funsies. And, uh, yeah, remains kind of oblivious and maybe slightly racist. And, oh, and then gets his car stolen. Then gets his car stolen. That is true. Yes. He yes. thinks there's valet service at the party for some reason. So he just pays a guy to that steal is his true. car. That is, is pretty, pretty sad. sad. That is pretty sad. It's pretty sad. Uh, we have Max, who is high status in this episode, but the second he hears that two of the older kids might need some money. He takes that to his advantage in the best possible way. Um, he's really milking the situation, which does feel sad to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And finally, we have all of India. <laughs> um, <laughs> who takes a real beating this episode. Yeah. India. On behalf of Fuller House, we'd like to apologize to the country of India and all of its yes. people. So, who do who do you vote for? Okay. Um, uh, well, as much as I really want to vote for the entire country of India, because I think it will be funny, I think I think I'm gonna have to go with Steph on this one, because her entire plot this episode revolves around yeah. her just being very sad and a mess of a human being. And even after she saves the day, she's only compensated with a toothbrush and a bus pass. While Kimmy gets. A crap ton of Dr. Harmon's yeah. money. I I will say I'm definitely between Steph and Ramona. That's where I'm leaning. So yeah, my vote goes to Steph. I think I'm going to go Ramona. Ramona. Ooh, so I have to... Do I have to decide? I have to decide. Mark's got to break the tie. Well, any reason as to why Ramona, Harrison? So we can so we can stall and give Mark time to think. I, I might have my answer, actually. Yeah. Okay, I mean, but let's hear Harrison's explanation first. I, I just... The fact that she gets roped into this mess in an attempt to conspire with J-Money to watch some R-rated movies, which she can easily do in any other way. I don't know. There's something just sad about it. Here's my thing. I know going into it, I was definitely like, Steph all the way. Mm -hmm. But Steph, I'd say, never feels very bad about what she's done. She's kind of bumbling the entire time. But she's never quite positioned... She doesn't quite feel pathetic to me. Yeah, that's a good way of putting um, it. Which, a, a sad boy is not always a pathetic boy. Often our sad boys are very happy with how they're acting and how, they're, how, and how their life is going. But I do think Ramona is more of the sad boy in the classic sense. Although it's very close. 
Okay. So it seems as though Ramona has what is officially our sad boy of the week this episode. Ramona is our sad boy of the week. Yay! Yay! Another point on the leaderboard yes. to Ramona. Yes. Thus now tying her for second with, of all people, Steph. <laughs> Who is first right now? Steve. Steve. Steve, right. Well, technically first is us, but not counting That's us. Right. We're the sad boys every time. We're we're the saddest of boys. I This episode is weird to me because a lot happens, but it feels like nothing happens. Yeah, I was going to say. It was a very low-key episode. I don't know if people can tell from the way we recapped it, but going through it, it was like, oh, and what, what happens next? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I had a lot more trouble remembering everything that happened this episode as like when in comparison to other episodes yeah, of the series. Maybe it's like a lot happens, but I don't know if it felt like there were a lot of stakes or like it was a lot of people kind of sitting in problems, not really trying to take actions to address anything. So with that in mind, guys, we give this episode a C. <laughs> we don't do letter grades here, but Are we back to grading letters. We did it in I, the first episode. I don't episode know. I just thought it, I thought it'd be a fun joke to just throw in. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. I'm, I'm glad that you at least enjoy my, my attempts at humor. The internet loves numbered and lettered scores yes. for some reason. But um, mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's all I had for the episode. Yeah. yeah. Let's, uh, let's take this out. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Fullest House. Uh, if you want to find us on social media, please go to Fullest House Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'm Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. And I'm Mark Green. And until next time, may your houses be fuller and may your parties be racially sensitive. Please. Bye. <laughs> Toby! Bye.